Welcome to the LDS Popcorn Talk podcast with Brother Samson. I am your host, Brother Samson. This podcast is not owned or operated by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All of the views and opinions shared here are of the people speaking and not of any other organization or church affiliation unless otherwise stated. This is the first episode of the podcast and I wanted to just introduce myself, introduce the podcast, what to expect uh, as we go forward. I'm super excited about this podcast. Um, It's been in the works for quite some time where I've been talking about it, thinking about it, what I want to talk about, and I came to the conclusion I just want to talk about everything related to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for this main podcast, and then we're going to have a second episode sporadically, which might turn into a weekly thing, and you never know, it might turn into a second podcast as well. Um, Again, my name is Brother Sampson, full name is Shandy Paul Sampson, I am your host, And again, I'm super excited for this. So what got me to think about popcorn talk is one, I love the primary song um, that is not widely known, but widely known amongst uh, quite a few people in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and that is uh, Popcorn Popping on the Apricot Tree. Uh, No, I am not going to sing it right now, although I might be recording my children to sing it. as we go forward to add into the podcast. Um, So literally, I want to talk about everything. I want to talk about doctrine. I want to talk about um, general conference, when general conference happens, Uh, you know, everything. I just, I love the church. I absolutely love the church. I have been a member since I was 12 years old. Uh, I fell away for a while and then came back when I was... uh, what year was that? That was uh, 2008. And then I served a mission in Guatemala, Guatemala City South Mission back in 2009. Uh, Shortly after I came back to the church and completely changed my life. Um, In fact, you know what? I'm just going to talk about that for a moment. So when I joined the church, uh, I'll tell you my conversion story first. I was 12 years old. Um, As I stated prior, Back in 2001, June 3rd was when I was baptized. Um, But to lead up to this, going to school every day, and especially Mondays or Fridays, and my friends were talking about going to church on Sunday and how they loved going to church and everything. Uh, Growing up, we never went to church. Uh, We tried going once, and there was a whole snafu where we couldn't end up going. Um, So my brother and I had both heard about our friends going to church. So we decided to ask our dad, um, why don't we go to church? And he left it up to us. And he said that, uh, that he was waiting to take us to church until we decided that we wanted to go to church and also to leave it up to us as to where and how to go to church. So I started out on this search. Um, and I started really asking questions, talking to people and everything else. So I talked to a lot of friends, uh, some family, and a couple pastors and priests and everything else about, you know, what church do I go to? Because I don't want to make the wrong decision here. And it's funny that, you know, a 12-year-old would even think about that sort of stuff. But I really did think about that. So I had been um, talking with 
my aunt specifically about churches because she's a very big churchgoer, uh, non-denominational Christian woman. And she, she led me to her pastor at the time. So I went and talked to him and this was during, I believe spring break. Yeah. Spring break from school. Um, so I went and talked to his pa to her pastor and this guy told me, you know, pray about it. Talk, God will tell you where to go. So I did. Um, and that following Monday, uh, that we returned to school, a friend of mine came running up to me and he said, Hey, you're going to church with me on Sunday. So I'm like, well, this may be the answer from God, right? So yeah, sure. I'll go. So he takes me into this pretty old building. Um, but it's very well laid out. It's, it's a nice building inside and everything. And I was greeted with a thousand handshakes. I know that's probably an over-exaggeration. Well, it is an over-exaggeration, but it seemed like thousands of handshakes. And we sat in sacrament meeting, and then we went to primary, which I thought was kind of, I felt awkward. Okay, I felt very awkward at first. But I also felt this overwhelming sense of, I'm welcome here, and this is where I need to be. So I started taking the missionary discussions, received the Book of Mormon, started reading that, prayed about it, got all the good feelings and the prompting that this is the church to join. So as I stated before, June 3rd, I joined the church, baptized, confirmed the following Sunday, um, a member of the church, and that's where it all started. So probably about high school time frame, I started falling away from the church. Uh, I was the only member of my family. No one ever joined the church after me in my family. I was the only one. So needless to say, I was weak, fell away and graduated high school, really fell away at that point, started doing all these uh, stupid things and full honesty here. I did drugs. I drank, I smoked, I did everything under the sun that I possibly could. Um, I got piercings, I got tattoos, all of that stuff. I completely, completely jumped off the wagon and started tumbling. Well, it was 2008 that, um, and this was the year after I had graduated. So I was a year out of high school and everything. I had these, uh, missionaries start coming to my door and I kept, I told them, you know, Hey, look, I'm a member of the church, but I don't want to come back. I don't want you guys showing up, whatever. I was really stubborn and pigheaded, right? As we all get when we let our ego and our pride take control of our lives. Um, so I had these missionaries show up, I sent them away and then I'm driving along and I see these missionaries and I stop and I'm like, Hey guys, you want to ride to wherever you're going? I had a truck so they could put their bikes in and everything else. And, you know, fully pierced and tatted and everything else. You know, I don't have that many tattoos. And if I'm wearing even a short sleeve t-shirt, you can't even see them. But I let these guys into my truck and they say, Hey, you know, how did you know about us? Uh, it doesn't seem like you're a member of the church. And I tell them, you know, well, I am. Well, the next day after talking to those guys and dropping them off, I, uh, had this sudden realization that I I'm not living life correctly and I need to go back and I need to serve a mission. So I went over to who I'm hoping to have on as a guest, uh, at some point to who I would call my godmother, uh, my second mom, Whoever you want to call, however you want to call her. Um, I went over to her house and I took out all my piercings, laid them on the table and said, I'm done. 
I'm done living this life. I'm done struggling. I'm done. I'm done rebelling. So at this time I was homeless. I was living out of my truck and she welcomed me into her home. So I stayed with her and we set up a plan for me to serve my mission as I wanted and everything else. Um, I went and spoke to the bishop. I confessed. I went through the repentance process and everything just kind of started falling into place. Um, shortly after I received my mission call to Guatemala, Guatemala City South Mission, and I served my mission. I, I left for the MTC in August of 2009. Yeah, August of 2009. And was in Provo Missionary Training Center for a little bit. Then we went down to the Guatemala Missionary Training Center, which was awesome. I loved it. I got immersed into the language for the most part and started really learning Spanish and loved it. Loved every minute of it. We were right across, just like uh, the Provo Missionary Training Center, we were right across from the temple in the Guatemala City um, Missionary Training Center. And so we got to go to the temple a lot. I mean, this was just everything that I wanted for myself was there. And then um, we got to my first Christmas. So December 25th, 2009, I got to call home. Now, because my parents were divorced, I got to make two phone calls. Um, everybody's like, oh, you're so lucky. And I'm like, no, it's actually a little bit more work. Um, so especially calling from a foreign country. Uh, so I called my dad. I talked to my dad, you know, told him how much I was loving it. Um, you know, got to talk to him for a little bit. And then I called my mom and I got to talking to her. And, you know, she was asking me questions and we were talking and everything seemed great and wonderful, right? Well, four days later, I had transferred to another, a different area, which was quite a ways outside of um, the city uh, by bus nonstop. It was, I think, a two hour ride, something around there. It, it was quite a ride. So um, we're out there, we go to our zone conference, and then we show back up at our apartment to kind of plan out our day. And we see that there's some voice messages on our phone. So we check them Well, it's the assistance to the president. And they're saying, Hey, call us immediately. Once you get back in. So we call them and they tell us, you need to come back into the city. Um, come to the church where we hold, um, the new missionary, um, orientations basically. Uh, and so we go there and I'm thinking, man, what did we do? Are we in trouble? I mean, we didn't, we hadn't really been able to really do anything. We just, I just got transferred out there. Uh, first day obviously was just setting up the apartment for me and kind of getting to know the area. That second day was zone conference and we're immediately back in to the city. And so we're really confused. We're both at, wondering what the heck is going on. So mission president comes out and he pulls my companion aside and talks to him for a minute. And then he pulls me in to, um, I believe the high council room in that stake center. And, um, he starts asking me questions mm -hmm. about how, how's your mom? Um, how was it talking to her on Christmas and everything? And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, this is just some weird questions to ask, you know, she's fine. She was great. She seemed very happy to talk to me and everything. And, and then he tells me that, um, 
that she passed away. That he received a call that morning from my aunt that my mom had passed away. And that um, I was going to have an opportunity to talk to my aunt. So I talked to her and... <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me, I know I'm getting a little emotional here. But um, I talked to her, we decided that I'm going to come back to the States for the funeral and then return to my mission. So we talked to my stake president. Um, he's saying that she's going to pay for my flight home and then he's going to pay for my flight back to the mission field. And, um, and that when I'm ready to just call him, so he'll pay for the flight back. Um, so the following day, sorry, that must've been the 30th of December because um, the following day was New Year's Eve and I was pretty much the only person in the airport. So I get into the airport and um, they, for some odd reason, there was a, a mishap with the tickets. So I had to stay in Guatemala an extra day. So I go out on basically an exchange of split with um, these missionaries. Elder Tonga was was my companion for the day and the guy was so great or no not yes yes um sorry i'm trying to remember names and everything that was so long ago but um and i don't have my journal in front of me or anything but um you know i go out and i'm teaching people and everything and we're knocking doors the the normal stuff and i'm thinking to myself yeah i, I have to come back i'm gonna be coming back when i get when the funeral's done and everything else so the following day i actually fly out New Year's Day to go back to um, the States and I get in and everything's going fine um, and then I had decided just a few days later that I'm actually going to stay that this is where I need to be right now I need to help my aunt just like I promised my mom over the phone that um, I would take care of her if anything happened to her uh, to my mom the same way that I would take care of my mom if anything happened to my aunt. So I stayed and um, basically finished off my two-year mission there. Uh, I moved back to Colorado, uh, where I'm currently at, and that was uh, 2011, September times time frame. So yeah, pretty much right when I would have ended my mission. Um, so in my mind... Even though I regret going back, I still served a full-time mission. Um, so here I am. Uh, it's 2011, and I'm telling, I'm asking myself, you know, what am I going to do now? So I moved back to Colorado, and I decided, hey, you know, let's start dating, right? I'm a single guy, um, and I want to get married in the temple, so let's start dating. So... I went on to this thing, and you guys may have heard uh, of Barbie Berg. She does a podcast, um, Dating by Barbie, or something to that effect. I don't remember, to be honest. But um, I contact her because she does this double Dutch dating service thing at the time. And so I get these names and everything, and I set up these dates, right? So the first person completely flakes. Uh, the second person, she doesn't flake, but uh, we end up having to cancel. So I try setting up another one, and this was uh, December. So I'm thinking, oh, well, there's that uh, this Christmas thing going on at my stake, so maybe I'll invite her to that. So I invite her to that. Well, something happened with her car, and she couldn't come. 
So I'm like, okay, great. Well, you know, we'll try again. So January timeframe rolls around and it's early January. I think it was like uh, January 7th or somewhere around there. I had set up another date with her and it was a blizzard. So I'm thinking, oh, come on. I just can't win. Well, so I message her and I'm like, hey, you know, I know it's blizzarding out, but I'm still going to go. I'll still meet you at the Cheesecake Factory at the mall and we're still going to get dinner if you're down. And she goes, yep, I will be there. So we both drive over there in a blizzard. We show up. You know, where we meet each other, and for me, it was love at first sight. I fell in love with her immediately, um, shortly after we started seriously dating, and then um, in June of 2012, I proposed to her, and in August of 2012, we got married. Um, now we have three children. We are so happy. I mean, yes, we all have struggles and everything, but I we have three children together. We're trying our best to um, keep things going and everything else. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where everything kind of fell into place. So um, that's basically my life leading from when I was 12 years old leading up to now. Um, so how this, again, how this podcast is going to roll out... Um, there's my history, so we're just going to leave it at that. But the, how this podcast is going to roll is every week or every two weeks, depending on how my schedule works out, um, I'm going to throw down a podcast either with guests or by myself talking about a doctrine or a news story or something to that effect. Um, and we're just going to throw it out there. Now, seeing as it is the holidays currently, this will probably be one of two episodes that I put out. Um, the second episode will be our, what I'm going to call the integrated kilted at church. So one little snippet of me is I wear kilts. I participate in Scottish athletics, which I just started this year and I'm loving. So I, I wear kilts to church. I love to wear the, the traditional unbifurcated garment that's pleated in the back for men in Scotland. I, I love this thing. I love wearing kilts. I really do. If I could wear them at work, I would. Um, so I decided to add in a second episode to this that's kilted at church. Now, I'm not just including members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm including members of any church on this. So if you're listening to this and you wear a kilt to church and you'd like to um, come in and see this and actually come into the podcast and do an episode, I created a group on Facebook called Kilted at Church, parentheses, podcast. Uh, request to join that. It is a closed group, so you'll have to submit a request, but you can search it out and you can find it. Again, that is Kilted, K-I-L-T-E-D, at church, parentheses, podcast. So I've already got some guys lined up and scheduled for that to be guests on that episode, and I will record a separate episode for that that I'm hoping that I can get my godmother on there. Uh, her name is Chris Alexander, also known as Sister A. Uh, anytime that I actually have her on this podcast, you'll know um, her by Sister A. I will call her Sister A. Um, so anyways, that's how it's going to roll out. I'm going to talk about doctrine. I'm going to talk about news, um, certain things that may catch my eye 
or catch my ear or whatever. And we're just going to talk about that. So this is the first episode. I'm really excited. I hope you will continue on with this journey with me. And um, I'm going to try to link up with some other LDS friendly podcasts as well. Um, There's quite a few of them that I've started listening to recently and one that I've been listening to for quite some time now. Um, they're really awesome. I'm going to throw it, throw a plug out there right now, even though I haven't talked to them yet, but, um, the next step podcast with Jay and Brad, those guys are awesome. Um, they talk about the addiction recovery program in the church, which, um, I'll be the first one to tell you right here, right now, I am an addict and I am participating in the addiction recovery program. Um, but Anyways, I'm really super excited about this. Uh, if you guys hear of anybody or think of anybody that you would like to see on the podcast, jump on over to the page Popcorn Talk with Brother Samson on Facebook. Um, send me a message there. I'd be more than happy to uh, take suggestions or answer questions. Uh, if you have any questions, send them over there as well. I will submit a link to the podcast on that page as well. And I will link that page to the podcast when I get everything fully up and running here. Um, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. I hope you don't get annoyed by my rants and my ravings and everything else. So again, I'm really excited for this and I hope you guys get excited with me here. Thank you and have a blessed, awesome day.